welcome to Show Me Your Mic, the podcast where I talk to folks about how they use shovels to get rid of snow. Show me your shovel. It's the new show I'm doing. No, I'm just uh, under a bunch of snow here at uh, my home, but I'm still podcasting. I've got Aaron Goodwin, host of Three Guys, Three Questions, a comedy podcast. We talk about podcast editing for comedy, the benefits of upgrading to Logic Pro X from GarageBand, and recording and producing podcasts with Yetis, if you can believe it. My thanks to Campaign Monitor and a small orange for sponsoring this episode, supporting me on Show Me Your Mic. More about them a little bit later on in the show. For now, here's my conversation with Aaron. That's just like a podcast fugue state where you're just letting it come into your system. Yeah. That's wow. Yeah. So there's there's no, certainly uh, there's always somebody. That's the thing with the beauty of there's the web. Always, there's always somebody with more. Somebody worse. <laughs> yeah, or worse. <laughs> or better. So, so I'm chatting with Aaron Goodwin. Uh, welcome to Show Me Your Mic. Uh, you do a podcast called Three Guys, Three Questions, yes, sir. And uh, from uh, I just learned about Apple Apple Valley. No. Yeah. Apple Valley, yeah. Apple Valley, California. There we go. Which uh little segue, um, if you're in the area at all, which is somewhere in the LA area, I don't really understand how geography works in the US, but uh <laughs> there's apparently cities and places that you can go. And one of them is a as I try and find the link, I just had it here and I don't in front of me. I I can't navigate our own website. That's my problem. (laughs) Uh, There's a Good Stuff Hangout happening today. So if you happen to be listening to this on Tuesday, February 17th, 2015, there's a Good Stuff Hangout happening. Kyle Roderick and uh, Tim Smith of Good Stuff, along with friends and family. And why doesn't Kyle have a link to it in his own show notes? I guess that's... Those are two good guys to go hang out with. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I guess I'll have to go to Tim's show. And find it because Kyle didn't put a link in his show notes. So, and uh, where? Drip Coffee Bar, Tuesday, February 17th, 7.30 p.m. There'll be a link in the good in the Show Me Your Mic show notes, uh, goodstuff.fm slash smym slash, where are we, 72. I swear I'm prepared. <laughs> and uh, you can, uh, if you don't, I think, like, it's not like a, you have to have a ticket to get in, but just so they have an idea of how many folks are coming, uh, you can RSVP there or just show up at the Drip Coffee Bar. I assume there's only one in Los Angeles. It's a pretty small town from what I hear. <laughs> and uh, you can uh, check that out and hang out and chat uh, podcasting and stuff with good stuff, folks. They'd love to see you. And they might even have some stickers. I sent I sent some down to Tim and Kyle, but if they use them all up for themselves, then I guess they won't. So your mileage mm. may vary. Anyways, back to your show. Tell me what's uh, what's the premise, the 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 conceit behind three guys, three oh, questions. What is what is our show? <laughs> why would um, I listen to your show? Why why would you? Why on earth would you listen to our show? Because we are definitely three um, white dudes who are uh, single and middle class. Um, <laughs> that talk about things. I mean, that is that is my. It's My good to have one of those. Point. Yeah. yeah th- I, finally. Finally. Finally, we have one of those podcasts. You know, um, it started out, uh, me and two friends just, we, we used to, we all watched Dig Nation way, mm. way back in the day. Um, and so we just brought a camcorder on this little kind of road trip we had and we, we made a little podcast episode and we couldn't figure out what to do. So we said, hey, let's just each ask each other a question we each come up with a question so we took you know a minute or two to come up with a question and then we each in turn answered each other's question if that makes sense um and so the purpose of the show is basically to try to get each other to embarrass each other so we we it's it's kind of a comedy kind of a thing uh kind of in the vein of you look nice today which we've been compared to unjustifiably because that show is genius, <laughs> but, but I think we have a lot of fun and I think it comes through and, um, there are a lot of people who really in, enjoy it, who, who I respect, which has been a cool experience, but yeah, yeah, just three dudes shucking and jiving. Yeah. And that's, I was, uh, I, I, again, like with this premise of my show with show me your mic, 
random folks who do podcasts coming on the show. You never know. I never know what I'm going to get. <laughs> Luckily, yeah, it's been all good, yeah. uh, except for that one time. No, but um, and it's it's always interesting. Just like you have no idea who what kind of voice is going to come out out of the speaker mm. and what kind of show they're going to have, the quality, all that kind of stuff. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was really impressed with. And I, I initially had looked and thought you were. I missed the season part and realized and just saw episode six. I thought, oh, they're just getting started. And then I realized after I listened, obviously, that you're well yeah, into season it, three. It, as the- <laughs> and we decided to do the whole season thing because um, we started in like 2007 and did one season. And it was a video podcast back then. And half of them are missing because we threw them up on Viddler.com and then we stopped doing the show and then when I thought, hey, maybe we should try this again in 2013 or 2014, uh, you know, Viddler was gone. <laughs> gone so yeah. uh, only the videos that I had somehow saved survived. But you can you can find them. Yeah, don't judge me based off of them. But uh, so we decided, well, we need to do a season two. We need to do something to differentiate. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like a reboot. So it was season two. Nice. And now we're on season three. Yeah. And we just did episode six. Yeah, I think that that allows for it's it's a common debate among podcasters of like, do you do seasons mm-hmm. or just go in perpetuity or yeah, whatever the word yeah. is. Um, and and I think it's nice, especially I would guess a comedy sort of focused discussion show where it's like there's only so many jokes you can make <laughs> and try to get you know you get a little rusty or whatever or, or tired and and then having a fresh start helps. Yeah, and it leaves it open. The thing I didn't want to do is rope in since it's me and two other guys. I didn't want to rope them into like, this is something we're going to do forever. Right. Now, we probably will because we're all really, really enjoying it. But um, for instance, in, by the time we got to the second season, one of the guys was like married, working full time and going to school full time. There's no way he could fit it in. And so he, we had to find a replacement. And so I think having that break gives us opportunities to do something different, to kind of change it up. Uh, so that people know season three, there might be some new features of our show. And there will be. We're already planning ahead for that. So each season's about 15 episodes. Yeah. And do you uh, do you come, like obviously the premise, like you said, three guys each bring a question and then the other mm-hmm. guys answer it. Um, do you show that stuff beforehand? Or are you prepping like in, in advance secretly? Oh, or? The inner workings. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so... We have a, a show notes document that we keep in Google Docs, um, and each week we put down what each of our questions will be. We aim for getting them on there by Thursday, and we record on Saturday so that we have a day or two to look at them and think about them. Uh, but more often than not, those questions get put on Friday night or Saturday morning just <laughs> before we're about to record. So we do have a little bit of an advance notice, but more often than not, we, we don't quite know. Or, it, or if we do, it's, it's pretty brief. Right. And you're the one who's sort of organizing the show and, and setting things yeah. up. Uh, and yeah. And then, and then every, every week, once, once we've recorded that show, I make a copy of that document in Google Docs throw the other one into an archive folder and, and then, you know, delete the questions and we just start over again. So it's just this repeating cycle mm-hmm. that goes on. Yeah. And I think what uh, you alluded to other, or, you know, being compared to you look nice today and other, sh- other shows, and I think one, it just the camaraderie that can develop over a time of doing this kind of thing. That's what an in- an in- initially sort of like drew me into the show is just that mm-hmm. the fact that you guys are obviously friends and it's yeah. easy to have sort of inside jokes, but they're not so inside that you can't, you know, laugh along with you guys on, on stuff or whatever you're making fun of each other and stuff like that and, <laughs> and that kind of thing, which hey, is, I think it makes for nice a great, of you to say. Yeah. It makes for a great show. It makes, it's a nice, as much as we were joking about, you know, three white dudes talking tech on a podcast, mm-hmm. which is, you know, luckily <laughs> there's a few of those, but, uh, yeah. but it does allow for uh, a different kind of fare than your typical heady stuff that, um, not yeah, we try not dudes, to but. we try not to get too serious. I mean, sometimes they we will get serious. There's been times where we've talked about, especially when the when you know the whole Gamergate stuff was boiling up. You know, we kind of had some discussions about feminism, but not you know not super serious. Uh, you know, but and it's a serious subject, and we kind of talked about those things. So it 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 leaves opportunity to to get into serious topics, but it is generally really lighthearted. Um, 
and it is nice that we have that sort of chemistry uh, between us already. And one of the things that makes it maybe that people don't realize that I think does make it like um, uh, You Look Nice Today is that there's a lot of editing going on. As I understand, uh, there is, there's a lot of editing going on for You Look Nice Today. And I, I spent a lot of time in there and it's probably making Dan Benjamin roll over in his grave to hear that um, <laughs> I, I edit that much. I probably spend like four or five hours on each episode. But um, wow, that nice. timing of comedy and and kind of cutting out stuff that's filler or stuff that we accidentally say that no one's going to know about. Like we mentioned someone by name. Nobody knows who that is. So that can't be in there. You know, mm. there's a lot of that kind of thing. And so how are that's, that's interesting because listening to it, I wouldn't have initially guessed i mean i haven't listened to every single episode mm, so i wouldn't yeah. know necessarily the whole mm-hmm. sort of path of things but um yeah i wouldn't have so obviously you great job on editing first of all Thanks. but um the how are you deciding uh say you record the show are you making mm. notes as you go sort of like okay roughly around 20 minutes is when there's a dumb joke that doesn't land so let's move, <laughs> cut that out or is it kind of like you're listening to it afterwards and or a bit it's, of both it's always afterwards. I really try hard not to evaluate how funny something is as it's happening. I think we each of us do it. So me and and the other two guys that do it with me, Andrew and and Adam, we're all th- three A names. It's absurd. Um, it wasn't <laughs> planned that way. But uh, we each <laughs> really want to be critical, but it's kind of like improv where the rule is you have to just kind of go with it. You have to say, all right, I accept this and then build on it. Um, and so being critical while we're recording would probably – cause a sort of just inability to <laughs> to talk. And and so knowing that it's going to be edited later kind of gives us the freedom to kind of say whatever we feel like. And, and, and if we realize something's really stupid, we could get rid of it. Or sometimes if a joke falls flat, you can play that up by putting in some silence after the joke, you know, or cutting to a transition so that it makes people laugh at the person who made the dumb joke. Right. You yeah, know? Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's interesting because it's uh, just thinking about that. There's often can be the sort of the extreme of like trying too hard for, and I'm not yeah. by no means an expert when it comes to comedy and timing and stuff like that. I mean, I'm not either, right? I'm just some guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, we're all I'm just learning some guy. Like that. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, it is. It would be interesting, like you're, you're processing and trying to make a joke, you know, and then it just it becomes too awkward, obviously, and, and you're trying too hard almost in that, in yeah. that extreme. But then, yeah. Does the uh, environment, like, do you record still on, use YouTube Hangouts, or was that just, that was the old stuff? That was the old style. So we started out in season two using Hangouts, um, and then uh, when we started recording season three, we moved to Skype, um, because we were doing video, um, because a lot of the people who liked our show when we started, it was a video show, and so trying to sell them on a pod, they might not be podcast listeners. You know, they right. might just have watched this video with these guys. And so we were trying to direct them towards subtly. By the way, the audio is more edited. Like we didn't edit the video. We just, you know, recorded the hangout, threw it up on YouTube. Um, but then tried to be like, also there's audio. And there's some people like Jen 10, who is a mega fan, who she kind of misses those, those uh, hangouts. And we did them live. Like we streamed them live, but... Um, it was just a lot of work. So it's been a lot nicer to just do it on Skype and not do it live. How do you mean a lot of work just because of like setting up everybody and, and the technical stuff? Yeah, technical, technically. And when it came to there being issues where people would cut out, you know, just inevitable issues, Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) Google Hangouts is pretty solid, but there was still times where we had we had drop-offs and weird issues with it. Um, and I have to say Skype has actually been more reliable <laughs> over the long run, which is saying something. Yeah, yeah. Well, especially, and you're dealing with, you know, three different people's bandwidth levels and sending video over that in addition to audio. It yep. just adds a lot of issues. So Yeah, and we don't have to get dressed. Right, <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> Certainly, that's a, a bonus. It's one reason why I don't uh, have video shows. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you don't have video because I'm, I'm in a robe right now. Nice. <laughs> it's, a, it's a nice soft uh, terry cloth robe. Well, that probably helps with the audio, and uh, we'll get into the mic stuff. I, you're I using, hope it comes through. Yeah, <laughs> less uh, hard <laughs> fibers for the audio to bounce off of and echo. Yes. So, um, I want to 
hear a bit about the editing process and what you're using. But uh, before I do that, I just need to take a quick break for a sponsor. And uh, our sponsor for this episode is uh, Campaign Monitor, which you've heard us talk a lot about here on uh, Show Me Your Mic and Good Stuff. They've been supporting us since the very beginning and coming up on our one-year anniversary here in March. It's uh, awesome to have them around still and uh, supporting us. And so what you can use Campaign Monitor for is sending beautiful looking emails if you need to send an email campaign in a hurry you can try your hand at their template builder and have a responsive email template ready in 60 seconds do you say template or template template Template? is that the u.s that's probably more u.s than since yeah since they're australian i'm I'm gonna assume they say template as well because that's the way you should say it just like (laughs) meters and centimeters uh with with (laughs) geolocation segments you can even send more personalized emails to your subscribers depending where they are in the world and that kind of stuff and uh They've been, like I said, great supporters of good stuff. So I'd encourage you to check them out to support our show, this show, and our network at campaignmonitor.com. And thanks to them for supporting good stuff and show me your mic. So, um, yeah, your editing process will sort of maybe work. Usually I go from the mic down, but we'll start with the editing and go back out. Oh, okay. But uh, <laughs> the, uh, and end on what kind of robe you're wearing. But the, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, when you're editing a show like this, you have, you're, are you doing, uh, your track and then the two the two guests or your two co-hosts on we do, that track? Or? We do what's commonly known as a double ender. I guess it's a triple ender. Right. So <laughs> each each host is recording their own track. Now, I'm the only one on a Mac, so I'm using Call Recorder to record my local microphone plus the Skype conversation um, and just in case there's a problem on their end. Um but we've never had to do that. They they record in Audacity on their end because they're both on Windows. Right. And then they just send you their WAV file. Or yeah. Right. Exactly. And then um, as far as what are you using for editing the software mm. itself? Yeah. So I was using GarageBand for a long time, probably until episode, I think episode four, episode five was the first one where I started using Logic Pro 10. Nice. Logic Pro X? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know it's OS ten. If I say OS X, people will <laughs> come at me with pitchforks. Yeah. But yeah, Logic. Uh holy cow. That was worth the money. Yeah. How oh so? Because I know that's a common uh like I mean it's two hundred or depending on where you are, two hundred and change mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Uh they just <laughs> Because of the Canadian dollar, U.S. dollar, it went up by thirty bucks just for. Oh, because of that's that. fun. Yeah, so it's two hundred thirty dollars <laughs> now in Canada, but thirty dollar difference. Yeah, all the apps now instead of being like you know ninety nine cents, dollar ninety nine or whatever in the app store, it's like five thirty ninety nine. Oh, yeah, like a dollar. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's like two thirty seven and like all these weird. Yeah. Anyways, it doesn't look oh. nice, but um, so yeah, why? What was the sort of big change that you mm-hmm. noticed? Yeah, so so the first big change is that you can set up templates which I was kind of doing in GarageBand, but it, it didn't quite, there was, it just didn't quite work correctly, but you, you just start out with a template, drop the files in, and, it, and you're, you're pretty much good to go in Logic. And then I think the second biggest thing is the feature to strip the silence out, especially since I do editing um, where I'm just moving things around a little bit. So what Logic will do is it will just cut out all the points where there's silence, when there's not really anybody talking, and it will turn your track into a bunch of little chunks. So every time you're talking, it's just a chunk, and then when you're not talking, it's empty. Uh, so you can move the parts of your conversation around a lot easier. And then the third part about that is that there's a lot of keyboard shortcuts, so you can just do it a lot faster than having to use your mouse or your trackpad to drag things around. Yeah. 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 It's the, the template thing is the big, a big one. I know I don't have logic pro 10 yet. I'm still back on logic express or whatever yeah. version it was, but, but yeah, the template thing is huge. And especially if you're doing even like one show consistently, but you know, in our case here, in my case doing. Oh yeah. If you're shows, doing a bunch of shows, man. Yeah. Cause of the kind of things like what do you, you have, you know, intro music and then little bumpers and stuff. And so yeah. you can just have that in your template ready to go. So you don't have to go find it each time you want it kind of thing. Yep. And all that little stuff is just kind of a dumb thing to complain about, right? It's like, <laughs> oh, it's so hard to go to the folder and drag the intro music. But those things compound, uh, and especially when you're spending as much time editing, any little bit that cuts out is a big deal. It saves me some of my Saturday. I actually get to do some stuff. Yeah, and it's um, – are you doing – I forgot to ask you, is it weekly that you release the shows? Or yeah. How you, yeah. Yeah, we release the shows weekly. And we're actually going to start doing um, – 
some in between a sode kind of a thing uh, because we're getting a lot of questions from fans that we just can't cover in the episodes. So we're doing a kind of a lightning round. Um, that should start in a couple of weeks. We're going to start doing those to do them midweek, but we record them at the same time. But it, you know, it's extra editing. Yeah. Yeah. And so for folks who don't do a lot of editing on their show, maybe just mm-hmm. talk a bit about like how, like you said, you know, maybe four hours or whatever you might spend on editing a show. How, what's taking up all the time? For four. <laughs> not that I doubt yeah. that it's worth it, but it's why does that take so long? <laughs> Can't you go um, faster? <laughs> it's so our shows we generally record for about an hour and a half to two hours, sometimes over two hours. And our episodes we release are generally fifty minutes to like an hour and ten minutes. It's in that kind of range. So. I'm cutting about half of the material. Now, some of that is us just kind of talking beforehand and then after the show kind of talking. But sometimes I use that stuff in the show because it's a pretty funny joke that we make when we weren't really meaning to be recording. Yeah, and so we have, I mean, we have the stuff after, you know, the the way our show is structured, we have a cold open, theme music, a little bit of follow-up. Then we get into our three questions. After that, we have a little bit of, you know, where to follow us. Then we have our closing theme music. And then after that, we usually have something from the show that didn't fit anywhere else or that most people probably don't care about. So if you hit the theme music and you're like, all right, I'm done, you can move on. But it's kind of, you know, more inside baseball stuff going on mm-hmm. at the back of the show. So figuring out what goes at the front and the back takes a little bit of time. And then, yeah, just editing everything for, for comedic timing. I mean, honestly... As we've done it, we've gotten a lot better um, with our timing, and Skype has helped that out a lot because latency on Google Hangouts was really making us talk over each other a lot. Right. <laughs> Which I was going to say because it seemed like at first that Hangouts would be better because you could see each other and you you know you know when so and so is done talking or whatever. But but yeah, if there's even more latency than any sort of like witty <laughs> comment after they're done or whatever is going to be that much more awkward. Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. It's a big deal. So, so honestly that's improved my editing times a lot, but you know, I just like playing around with it. It's, I have so much fun doing it. If I didn't like doing it, I wouldn't do the four hours of editing. <laughs> it. it wouldn't happen, but I really, really, really enjoy it. Nice. Yeah. I think that's what maybe podcasters who are listening can take away from that too, is like, like this show that you're listening to now, show me your mic. I don't do a lot of editing on, obviously I edit for issues when Skype drops and, and I, you know, have to, I pre-record or post record, whatever. I record an intro after the fact and stuff, but, um, there isn't a lot involved and it's kind of just the discussion is as it happens, you know, record to tape or whatever. But, that's because I don't enjoy, at least with this kind of discussion show, doing a lot of editing. But uh, but if you do enjoy that, then by all means, spend the time. You know, if that's part, half of the fun of podcasting or whatever you know percentage it might be. Yeah, and it depends on the kind of show, right? Like if I was doing an interview show, I wouldn't edit it either because part of what makes an interview show, um, I don't know, so interesting is is the, the the realness of the conversations, the ums, the the pause is the waiting for the answers. I think that is, is what people want to hear out of an interview show. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. And not everybody has to be a serial or whatever show yeah. that is <laughs> the topic of podcasting. So, um, okay. So going out from that, I guess, what, uh, do you have a digital box of some sort or a preamp or something like that that you're using to hook into your Mac? Super fancy and I have a USB cord that goes directly into my Mac. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yep. so what kind of mic are you using? I'm running a uh, Blue Yeti. which Pause is a... for groan or <laughs> joy, depending on where you stand uh, on Yetis. I know. People <laughs> really have some strong feelings. I'm glad that that whole conversation's kind of toned down because... Yeah. At the end, that's a, a thing. I again, like I've at the end of the day, it's just you're recording something and it's there. And it's, yeah, and I mean, yeah. It, it's 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 yeah. I don't know. There's 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 a rabbit hole you can get caught down when it comes to recording equipment. And I and and look, I know that there's better microphones I could be using. I know that there's things that could make my voice sound better. Um, but. It works for me. I, I I started doing recording when I was like in high school. I had a friend who's who's he lived with his mom in this small house. His mom moved for a job, so he was basically in high school 
he was 18, so he was like living by himself. So we turned the house into a recording studio. Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, we were all in bands. And so we used to do a whole bunch of recording there and we did all kinds of crazy stuff with different kinds of mics. We even had like a handset from a public pay telephone that he had somehow acquired. I don't know how, but <laughs> we tried weird things like putting the microphone into a block of concrete just to see like what yeah. would happen. You know, so I mean, it's not like I'm a, <laughs> I'm an amateur and oh, I can't tell a difference. It's, you know, it's a law of diminishing returns at some point. Yeah. And I think what's one thing that like there's the Yeti where as much as it gets flack for is often because folks don't know how to use it at all in the mm. right scenario. And you by, you know, even just watching the YouTube videos and stuff like as far as mic technique and yeah. uh, and just like I wouldn't have guessed. I don't know. I would be hard. I think you'd be hard pressed to say that someone, some audio snob could sit there and identify that you're using a blue Yeti and I'm using a how PR 40 or whatever. Like I think you'd, mm. there's a lot of other factors. For example, I, well, actually I'll throw this. I was going to sit, mention this at the end. I got some feedback from a gentleman named Harold who listens to the show and uh, you can email, people can email me, Chris at goodstuff.fm if you have comments or questions. But uh, he mentioned that volume levels seemed he, like the the loud and the quiet was a wide range and he was having trouble sort of hearing. If you turn it up too loud, mm-hmm. then yeah. a lot of parts would be. And there's, so there's obviously like that stuff that's on me and that's, I appreciate the feedback, Harold, by the way. Um, and um, there's editing and, all sorts of other variables that go into this as well, besides yeah. just the mic. That and you're you can look, to. you can make you can make the most pristine recording that people are going to listen to on their crappy car speakers or their crappy headphones. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, when it comes down to it, you know what I mean. It <laughs> you want to have as as an audio file, you want to have this you know wide range of lows and highs, and you want to have all this stuff, but really. People aren't listening to it for that, probably. Right. So it is kind of hard. <laughs> yeah, and it's like you know, a mic technique or whatever things that you, like I might. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking for Harold's case, anyways. It might have been an episode where I was t- not talking properly into the mic because I was distracted by something else or whatever, or my kids were screaming mm-hmm. outside or whatever, and uh, <laughs> or just I messed around with the gain too much or something. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's. But like you do want it to be listenable and understandable, especially because it's talk radio. It's not just music that you sort of have background and um, yeah. So, anyways, I appreciate the feedback, Harold. By the way, and um, do make efforts to make sure my lows are higher and my highs are lower. <laughs> it Somewhere. sounds. I. I mean, it's good to get feedback like that. I like. I don't know. Maybe I'm inviting too much for you. I'm, I'm not trying to speak for you, but. Um, I like getting feedback like that. Even if I disagree, it's just nice to know that that people will pay attention to that stuff and it might be something I miss. Like on the off chance I did miss something really bad that I didn't realize, it's nice to know. Yeah, it's I, I've often like if I've played guitar, so I play guitar and you know, if I'm playing yeah. and you make a mistake and you know you made a mistake, but no one comments on it, it kinda makes you wonder, yeah. are they actually listening to me? <laughs> and same thing here. Like it's nice to know yeah. that like in Harold's case and I'm sure others too, like there's issues I'm sure uh, I'm still learning, but like that someone's listening and cares enough about wanting to continue listening that they're not just going to go away, but they're going to send you feedback and yeah. say, Hey, this would be awesome. And obviously, you know, if it's given in the wrong spirit and the wrong message or whatever, you know, <laughs> yeah. your voice sounds like a monkey or whatever, and <laughs> they don't want to listen because of that. That doesn't help, but cause, but yeah. anyways, I digress. So, uh, and then for your co-host going back to gear and stuff, are they, mm. do you sort of have a gear requirement for them or what are they using for stuff? <laughs> <laughs> we do have a gear requirement now because when we started, um, Andrew, one of our hosts was, was using some sort of like $5 microphone. He, I, I think he purchased off of a homeless person, um, <laughs> on the street. It was just terrible. And I had to do so much tweaking around and to make it sound even like not decent would be saying too much. It was really bad. (laughs) Sounds like bad. (laughs) Um, But uh, so I, I basically put my foot down for season three. I was like, look, you need to get a microphone. Here's the microphones I suggest. And it turns out he just moved into uh, an apartment with a roommate who he just met who had, a Yeti. So oh, he's using a Yeti. My other co-host bought a Yeti early on, like about the same time I did. So we're all, we're all on Yetis. 
<laughs> we're so all a like good happy test. Yeti family. Yeah, three guys, three Yetis. You can. <laughs> you... Oh man, that sounds like a fun, fun time. <laughs> Just picture Yetis in a china shop tearing everything up. <laughs> So if you have a real thing against Yetis, you may not want to turn in, tune into that podcast, but uh, otherwise, oh, you'll, you'll enjoy it. So Now that I've told everyone, I've just let the cat out of the bag. Yeah. Zero <laughs> listens next week. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Luckily, we're not all, all that superficial or whatever. <laughs> um, cool. Well, I'm trying to think. And then as far as hosting, I noticed you're using, are you using Simplecast, is it? That's yes. Yes, we are. How has that been? It's been great. Um. I have, I mean, I haven't used Libsyn or, or, or some of the other things that people use. Um, so I guess I'm not really coming from a place of knowledge and kind of ignorant, but from, from what I've seen, um, Simplecast doesn't have as detailed statistics, but from my understanding from talking to the guys over there, they do a lot of work to try to weed out, um, false positives for your numbers. So they do a lot of work to try to give you what is as close to your real downloads as possible. Right. And there's always factors like if someone owns an iPod or, you know, owns an iPhone and uh, an iPad and they download it, it's hard to differentiate. But, um, yeah, so I, I just kind of like it. It's, it's you know, the, it's in the name. It's really simple. Um, it's, it's pretty nice and affordable. We might play around with trying other things. But for now, it works really great. Yeah, that's what I, I think there's been a, a few of the last few guests anyways that are using Simplecast as well, which mm-hmm. is, yeah, it's, again, that's not the main thing. The, obviously, us, some of us gearheads or webheads get Yeah, it's focused. not really front-facing, yeah. Yeah, and you get focused on what tools you're using or whatever, and, then, and obviously that's the, the main idea behind this show, but it's also just, like, get your thing out there, and uh, yeah. and uh, podcast is the sort of why we got into this, not yeah and one of the i mean my only gripe about simplecast and if anyone from simplecast is listening right now images (laughs) in show notes please how so like the ability to put an image in the show notes you mean yeah you can't put an image in the show notes and i've tried every which way to to use markdown in their editor to like reference an image hosted somewhere else i can't get that to work maybe i'm missing something but interesting images in show notes guys there you go so many wasted gifts. <laughs> yeah, that's it's actually the next frontier is uh, podcast players that support animated gifts that in show notes. I think because uh, I think there are there is one. Is there? Oh, yeah. I could. We can talk about that later because yeah. I know you're going to ask me about. That. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a good uh, teaser for what we'll talk about in a second. Hey. Uh, I just need to. <laughs> Stop for one more sponsor break where uh, a way you can support the show anyways is using uh, a small orange. It's a web hosting company that uh, I've uh, affiliated with and, and also do some hosting with. And I think if you're looking for hosting for a website and or, or a podcast even, uh, you can check them out. They have a simple vision, perfecting hosting while maintaining a homegrown feel with a focus on people, their customers, their employees and their community. A small orange isn't like those big hosting conglomerates. They don't promise unlimited plans that are actually hindered by hidden limitations. Instead, you're only responsible for paying for the resources you need. Whether you're just starting your own blog or you're running a powerful e-commerce site or maybe a podcast, they have a plan for you. I think starting is uh, like $35 a year for the first low-level plan, $5 a month or $10 a month uh, if you need some more power behind your website or want to host multiple websites. And, uh, of course, like I said before in previous episodes, before I could recommend them, I wanted to set up an account myself. And so I recorded a screencast, which you can check out. Uh, I won't try and regurgitate the YouTube URL, so visit uh, mm-hmm. goodstuff.fm slash smym slash 72 and uh, follow the links to a small orange and or YouTube to uh, check it, them out and support Show Me Your Mic. So, um, yeah, what... what uh, well, let's, yeah, you, you talked about what app are you using to play your podcast with, and then we'll hear um, Yeah, I am using Overcast. Nice. I, yeah, I really like it, and it supports uh, animated GIFs, well, which is go. probably like 50% of why I am using it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> They're very important to me. Yeah. So I hadn't... I know... Uh, what? I hadn't realized that uh, podcasters were even throwing animated GIFs in there, but... Uh, yeah, I'm there are some it. who are really making use of it. <laughs> yeah, the people who use anime gifts use them a lot. That's the 
which I do, but <laughs> in Twitter and stuff, but I hadn't, yeah, I hadn't even thought of it. With yeah. I have, um, I have a Giphy, um, thing built into, I use Alfred for my launcher. Um, and I have a GIF search for Giphy on there. And then on my phone, I've got a launch center pro, uh, <laughs> action to search for GIFs and give me the, the URL for Twitter. I, I have a problem. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Do you use, uh, I just bring, curious if you're using, uh, is there any sort of podcast centric things that you're using mm. Alfred or Launch Center Pro for, like for as far as your show? Or is there um, any sort of applications there? Good question. Uh, for, for the phone, I was using Launch Center Pro to launch pre formatted tweets for when we did our live shows, but we're not doing those anymore. So well, I'm just looking at my Launch Center Pro. I don't see anything. Right now that I'm doing – well, you know what? I do have Google Drive shortcuts for, for folders, so I, I do use that to access things. Right. Um, Alfred, I, I use it for – I use it for like everything. So like if I'm thinking of something to search for while we're recording, I'll just hit that command space and then search for a website that we talk about, you know, why we're – while we're recording. Right, yeah. Um, uh, I, I've been meaning to do – so I have this thing installed that – uh launches keyboard maestro um macros and i have one set up for a couple other things but i'm going to set one up for um opening all the windows for a podcast i just i've been meaning to do it and i haven't uh, oh like all your like opening logic and opening yeah just use. yeah open everything so i don't have to individually open all the stuff and set it up on the screen um i've used that for other stuff like for when i'm studying for something or i'm reading uh but i, I didn't need to do that but yeah i mean I think it's funny because Alfred's become such a, a part of my muscle memory that I don't think about that I'm using it. And I only realize that I'm using it when I'm showing someone something on my computer for, say, like at work. And they're over, they're looking over my shoulder and they're like, wait, what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. That's a little bit like, like text expander is a similar idea. Of like, oh, yeah. Which, I mean, Alfred's way more powerful in terms of all the things it can tie into. But that idea of like just you hit a few keys and all of a sudden the little stuff appears and people are like blown away that. Yeah, and I use Text Expander for, for a lot of things. I mean, probably not as much as some people. Like, I listen to, like, Mac Power users, and I, yeah. <laughs> I hear about people, what they do with Text Expander. I'm like, I, oh, man, like, I'm really underutilizing it. But for what I do, man, it saves me so much time. Yeah, totally. And you, you forget, that, like you said, you sort of forget how much you use it for and lean on yeah. it. And then, you know, like, like Text Expander has that little thing where it shows you how much, how many characters are typing you've saved hours yeah and, and yeah. that's kind of neat to see but uh yeah so cool well you said mac power user what, what other podcasts are you listening to um i'll tell you well going back to animated gifs um <laughs> defocus is a really 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 good show that um i'm finding out not like there's people who listen to our show who don't listen to defocus and i don't understand that um <laughs> Because <laughs> it's such a good, it's such a good show, and it's it's a uh, Dan Sturm and um, Joe Steele, uh, who were I think they probably got their start out. I might be butchering this, but they were both fans of um, Bionic, which later turned into I'm forgetting the name um, Bonanza. Yeah, Bonanza. Yeah. Uh, and so I think they kind of formed a bond over that and. Their podcast is basically a we watch a movie and then we talk about it afterwards. They're both in the VFX industry. Um, and they put animated GIFs in their show notes. Like every show, there's usually an animated GIF to go along with the show, especially if there's like a guest host. They'll, you know, put his face on some sort of GIF from the movie or something. <laughs> nice. And it's kind of, it's slightly disturbing, but it's pretty awesome. <laughs> And I guess being in visual effects, they have a, a leg up on the rest of us. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't do that. <laughs> cool. Uh, what other shows are you listening to these days? Um, yeah, I, I, I'm loving Rocket on, on Relay FM. Oh, yeah. Uh, video game. Sort it's of not, tech, I mean, it's not necessarily it not? video games. It's just um, Christina Warren and, oh, man, I'm forgetting everyone's name right now. Brianna Wu. Uh, and Brianna Wu is on there. Um, the other Simone, person, I think, it's, uh, Simone. I don't want to butcher Deroth. her last name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Deroth or something in French. Um, <laughs> it's awesome. It's it's so good to have female voices, uh, 
you know, as a guy who has the word guy in the name of his podcast, <laughs> I think having that, maybe that balances out the karma in the universe a little bit that there's, there are three women, um, talking about, and it's kind of, they're kind of in a similar vein where there's not a topic that they're always talking about. Um, they, they pick up different things each week, but they're, they're all three, three of them such, such interesting and intelligent and, and funny people that, um, they just have a really good chemistry and it's a fun show. They talk and they talk about things I would have never heard about, you know, these like eighties girly cartoons that I'd never watched, but it's so cool to hear them talk about it. Um, you know, I'm never going to, I mean, most podcasts I listen to, they don't talk about purses, but it's, it's super cool. You know what I mean? It's, it's all this different side of things that I'm not hearing enough. So it's good to have those female voices. And then like, the last one I'd say that I'm I'm really loving is um, all of the above, which is a I would say it's like a design focused podcast. So you have um, one host who's uh, works in UI and UX, and then you have another host who's uh, educational design, and then you have another another who's who's uh, another host who's uh, he's what does he do? He's some sort of uh, engineer of some sort. Um, but, but they, they do some really cool stuff and they're at all, all of the above audio. They're, they're good friends of friends of ours. Um, at three guys, three questions. Uh, I highly, I highly recommend it cause they kind of go into these deep dives of, of, uh, technology topics. So they spend the first few episodes going one by one through the default apps built into your iPhone on iOS um, and just kind of talking about messaging, talking about calendars and their show notes are insane. <laughs> They're like the most detailed show notes I've ever seen in my life. Like you could spend three weeks just reading through everything in their show notes. They're so prepared. It's amazing. Nice. Yeah. They've got the sort of time codes and yeah. Yeah, they're, nice artwork. They, they are on top of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I guess you would hope with, again, with uh, UI and uh, designer folks involved, they'd <laughs> yeah. have a good uh, sense of that. Cool. Well, that's some, uh, any others that you want to mention? It, you're, you're free to go on. I mean, on, uh, no, I just, own. see, the problem is I, I like I, I was telling you earlier before we started recording, I listened to like 80, I subscribed to like 80 podcasts. I'm not sure I would say I'd listen to 80 podcasts. But I'm subscribed to and I listen to most of them. Um, I, I just kind of wanted to tell people about ones that they may not have heard of. Oh, yeah. another good one that's kind of under the radar, I think, is called Caller Go Ahead. And um, it's uh, it's Darren, who's his name's what is he at Lucky Shirt on on Twitter. Oh, yeah. 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 He, he started this podcast and I'm like a an episode behind. So I don't know where the, the last one they recorded was Jan, January 20th. But basically he put out a phone number and lets people call in and leave voicemails. And then he turns it into a show and it's, it's actually amazing. You get these people, how he edits the show, you know, at the beginning of the show and then they come back in the middle. There's this, there's this, uh, woman who's watching, um, who's, who's watching Twin Peaks for the first time. And as she's watching it, she keeps calling in as she progresses through the show. <laughs> and so interspersed between different people talking about things, uh, you know, it's kind of like post secret for in podcast form. It's cool. I, yeah. I, I really, really like it. That's an interesting conceit. I like, I love the sort of plays on the, this formula that we have that, that yeah. isn't always just following the same, same patterns that we all use and, and just yeah. messing around with it and yeah. And stumbling across on something like that idea of just, Yeah. That's great. Yeah, it's really, it's really cool. I'm jealous. I didn't think of it. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing I know. Like, I don't know if he's U.S. based. I, I thought for some reason. Yeah, he is. He is. He's, okay. I think he's in L.A. I don't know. He keeps moving around. I don't know where he's at. Yeah, but uh, jealous of you guys having access to Google Voice to just. Are, are, is it still? I don't know if it's still available to sign up for. Maybe they killed um, it already. But, but anyways, having those like basically a free voicemail number just to like throw up there and let. They never release that in Canada. No, it was never. I'm sure there was like hacks and stuff. And yeah. if you know of a viable way to use it now in 2015, I'd love to hear about it, but <laughs> outside of the U S but, uh, without it's having to like super, jump through 60 super hoops. useful. Yeah. I mean, totally. we use it, we use it. We have a phone number for people to call in for our holiday episode. We did this year. We just had hosts of different podcasts 
call in and leave the questions. And we just answered questions from other podcasts because we wanted to kind of spread the news to our listeners about other podcasts. And so hearing that host voice and hearing their interesting questions that they asked, uh, we hoped was a way to kind of share share the, the stuff that we like to listen to. It was, it was fun. And we did all through, that wouldn't have been possible without Google Voice. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's the, I don't know what impossible, but <laughs> yeah, well, you can set up like speaker pipe and I forget all the, there's apps that try and like uh, mimic it, but like the average listener is not going to go to the website and hit flash <laughs> and record, but they'll talk into their phone because it's comfortable mm-hmm. and normal. Right. And yeah, that's the part I think that's, that's missing and would be, would be great. Yeah. To have, um, have access to that stuff. So anyway, yeah. um, yeah, cause it, it helps just build community and build that listenership and give them a, a voice on the thing that they listen to. And it's just kind of fun to hear your own. Not that it's like so hard to get a podcast out there, but you know, to, and if you listen <laughs> it, to a show, it, it's it fun, is to, fun to have that, to have that. And Hey, if anyone wants to call, the number is, this is in the U S is seven, six, zero, eight, eight, one, 4382. There you go. Call that number and leave us questions. And, uh, you can even text that number. I promise I won't pick up the phone. A lot of people get worried. I'm not picking up the phone. It'll go to voicemail. Just let it ring. It goes to voicemail. Um, and leave a message. It might end up in our show. Nice. Yeah, that is funny that people are like, would be worried that... Uh, I mean, I would. <laughs> yeah. I hate the phone. It's funny because I'm here doing a Skype interview. Uh, <laughs> it's, somehow it's different for me. But I really do hate the phone. Like, it makes me nervous for some reason. Nice. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I see Jen 10 in the chat room mentioned that... She, you, you did answer her question. So there's testimony that actually works. It's it not actually just a, happens. It's not just something you're blowing smoke out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So in addition to the phone number, where can folks uh, find you, follow you guys, keep up with what's going on? Yeah. I'm on Twitter at Aaron L. M. Goodwin. Um, that's L as in Lee, M as in uh, Mosh Pit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, our website is 3g3q.co. Someone nabbed the .com. I always get asked about that. But 3g3q.co is our our podcast website. Um, I mean, yeah, other than that, we're on, we're on Twitter. The, the podcast's Twitter account is underscore 3g3q. Nice. Um, yeah, and follow me and talk to me. I, I mean, I love... I love talking to people. Um, you're not going to bother me. <laughs> I know. Do I know how to mute? <laughs> yeah. Do you notice? I noticed you're using Tumblr for the site itself. Yeah. Is that how has that been actually using Tumblr? Because it seems like that's a missing. Like, I'm guessing. I don't know. Whenever I've experimented with audio on Tumblr, it seems like a great way to do it. Especially, I would like now that they've added the ability, I think for audio to play, even as you scroll through your timeline or something, I saw really? something about that. Yeah. But. So our, so our audio is not, I mean, it's not hosted there. It's yeah. obviously just an embedded, um, player from Simplecast. Uh, the reason we did Tumblr is that I, I mean, I started out in web design. I, I did that for a number of years and then I kind of got into educational technology. So I'm an IT guy to school, but I, I knew that if I was like, I'm just going to build a CMS or I'm going to look for the perfect CMS to host this on or I'll build a big WordPress install and do all this fancy schmancy stuff. I realized like I would never actually do the podcast. I would just spend time building the website for the podcast. Yeah. So I said, what's the quickest and dirtiest way to do this? And I went for Tumblr in it. Um, obviously, there's some things that are kind of uh, so if I want to do a short link to an episode, I have to go in and manually add that every single week, which is a pain. But um, other than that, I mean, it's you just put up the markdown show notes and you put the embedded um, player in there, and it's it seems to work for right now. So yeah. if I if I ever if I ever have a whole bunch of time sometime in the future, maybe I'll build a, a better website. But I mean, <laughs> I think it works nice. We, I've had people. Who are, who, you know, who are web designers like, what is this running on? I'm like, it's Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, I mean, cost-wise too, it's free. Yeah, can't be and, free. And uh, and also they take care of all the infrastructure and you don't have to, you know, worrying about plugins and things to update yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, yeah nice. definitely. And I think, I think, I really do think that there's some sort of missing avenue that Tumblr could really push down if, maybe they will with podcasting being so popular now where 
I could see a, especially sort of a short form podcast being really popular on Tumblr itself, yeah. regardless of iTunes and all the other stuff that we are all used to, but because mm-hmm. just the dashboard and some, the way people subscribe and listen to yeah, stuff. Yeah. And, and I mean, stuff. our numbers, our numbers show, and I'm surprised because I don't ever listen to a podcast on the page. You right. know, I, I, I have a podcast player, but I mean, it's, it's at least like 70% of our listens come from our website. Yeah. I mean, that's that's where the traffic's coming to. And so I think there's an untapped market mm-hmm. for that. Um, and Tumblr, I mean, Tumblr really does have the infrastructure to do it. Well, and the, the resharability, the Tumblr reblogging, whatever mm-hmm. they call it, that makes it so easy to find and share the stuff that is just so yeah. hard to do on the regular web for no, most folks anyways. But yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a common thing too I hear from podcasters is that they're always surprised how many people are actually listening to their website because most podcasters, you know, know how to use a podcast app and they'll spend time trying 10 different apps and finding the right one and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. the average user is just like, I'll just go to the website, hit play on the latest one and try to remember to go back when it comes out again or whatever. Yeah. Or follow and Twitter tough, or whatever. It's tough too, because it's a bit, it's a bit um, infuriating to the people who are making the podcast because we want people to subscribe, right? Right. We want to know, have kind of an expectation of what the show numbers are going to be and when they're going to happen. Yeah. And so when people <laughs> listen on the website, they might, you know, save up two and listen to one. And then the, it, it's, it's, it's just crazy making, but I understand it. It makes sense, but yeah, <laughs> um, it is, it is just kind of like, you know, trying to track your numbers and um, keep track of how everything happens and why it happens is kind of just futile. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> futile. futile. Futile sounds like a system. Yeah. Of government. Um, futile. So and yeah. No, I know what you mean. <laughs> it's that too though. Yeah. It's that too. <laughs> <laughs> if only we could lock our listeners in a cage and force them to listen. That's what you're saying. But yes, uh, I'd like to be the Lord of Podcasting. <laughs> well, I hear Skype is uh, fiddling on us, going staticky and, Ooh, and goofy on right. us. So we better stop before we get too <laughs> uh, far ahead on Skype. But uh, thanks, Aaron, for well for signing up to come on the show and uh, well, for thanks folks for having me. Yeah, it's great. And for folks who are listening and want to be on the show, like I've mentioned before, uh, goodstuff.appointlet.com is where you can go and just book a time in. And if a time doesn't work for you, like I said uh, before, I record Tuesday mornings live stream here on goodstuff.fm slash live. Um, you can email me, chris at goodstuff.fm and we'll schedule something um, outside of that as well. So um you can follow Good Stuff. Good Stuff underscore FM is where you can hear about all the other shows that we're doing, all the great shows that we do on Good Stuff. And uh, I'm I, Chris on Twitter. And Show Me Your Mic has its own Twitter account, SMYM underscore FM. My thanks to Campaign Monitor and a Small Orange for supporting Good Stuff and Show Me Your Mic. If you'd like to support me and Show Me Your Mic directly, you can do so on my Patreon, patreon.com slash iChris. Uh, I think that's it for this episode. Be sure, like I said, if you're in the LA area, check out the Good Stuff Hangout meetup thingy that's happening today. And uh, we'll see you next time on Show Me Mike. Thanks for listening. Bye.